to a bar stool, careful of his hemorrhoids. Darling, he calls to the barmaid, bring me a JD up, beer back. He smiles and points to the fish. Buy one for the boys in the back room there, too. 325, she says when she brings his drinks. She's young and pretty in a sullen way. Bad winks. On my tab, darling. No tab. I'm Bad Blake, little darling. I'm with the band. Hell, I am the band. She turns and walks away. A minute later, the manager is at Bad's side. Mr. Blake, we have a real nice room for you over at the Starlight Inn, and of course your meals are taken care of, but we can't let you run a bar tab. It's in the contract. Mr. Green of Green and Gold put that in himself. Bad reaches out. For a second, he's ready to grab the grisly knob of the manager's Adam's apple and crush it. Instead, he touches the man's shoulder and squeezes gently. If you and Jack have an agreement, we'll have to all stick by it. Don't worry yourself about it, old buddy. Jack, he thinks, you heifer fucker. Someday I'll purely kill you. When I'm in your office, you're on my leg. When I'm on the road, you're on my back. How much? he asks the barmaid. Three twenty-five. Bad looks hard at the shot. He's sweating. The cigarette between his fingers is wavering. His throat is raw from the pell-mells. He wants the whiskey, but he has almost no cash left, and he knows he'll want the drink even more later on. Still, right now, he wants it more than he ever wanted any of his ex-wives. He digs four dollars from his pocket. When the barmaid brings back the change, he keeps it. Mr. Blake, the manager is back at his shoulder. Let me personally offer you all the free bowling you want. Bad nearly chokes. He swallows it, but the whiskey still burns in his nose. I just want you to know you're real welcome here. I can tell that, old buddy. I can tell. In his room, Bad punches the air conditioner to max. He hates air conditioning, but he can't stop sweating. He strips off his soaked shirt and falls across the bed. He runs his hands across his broad belly and groans. Two orders of griddle cakes and sausage he ate in New Mexico have turned to pure, burning sulfur. The bedspread, some sort of cigarette-burned nylon over a thin foam rubber backing, sticks to his skin. He longs for the old days and chenille bedspreads with zigzag patterns. On the TV, a man and woman in fluorescent colors embrace. When they part, their lips move, but no sound comes out. Bad considers getting up to turn up the sound, but decides it's good enough this way. The couple, he supposes, is talking about what a prick Jack Green is. He doesn't want to find out any different. Bad is in the back of his old Silver Eagle Turing bus, almost asleep, listening to the bus's wheels on the blacktop, a sound like the softest set of brushes he has ever heard. He loves the sound even more than he loves silence after a night of playing. He calls to Marge and gets no answer. Then he calls Susie, though he was married to her years after Marge. There's still no answer. He gets out of the bunk and heads for the front of the bus. He wants to know where he is and who he's married to. Tommy, he calls, but Tommy Sweet doesn't answer. Everyone on the bus is asleep, and he cannot wake them. The bus driver is his father, and he can't wake him either. He returns to the back of the bus.
Thad's heart lurches as though it is coming loose from its moorings. He blinks and groans. Despite the air conditioning, he's still covered with sweat. The hair on his chest and belly, sweated flat, radiates like a thousand needles from his heart. On the television, a woman throws up her hands in joy as a flock of bluebirds flies from her washing machine. The birds have, he hopes, just crapped all over her clean clothes. He gets up and takes his damp shirt into the bathroom to wash it out in the sink. Mr. Green is still on the other line, Mr. Blake. I'll wait, darling. The highlight of this evening looks to be dinner in a restaurant with thin redwood paneling and ferns that drip down to the salad bar. Darling, you ever been in Puebla, Colorado? I don't believe so, Mr. Blake. Well, I wish you were here right now, sweetness.